hello, 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 hello. Welcome back to the ASMR Sparkle podcast. So today I thought we could try out a bit more of a soft spoken voice. Um, feel free to give me feedback. Tell me if you prefer whispers. Um, but I thought today we would do the video that I had been planning on doing earlier in the week, which is my 16 personalities test. Um, and I thought I could take it while I talk to you and tell you the answers. And if you want, you can do it along with me and we can compare. description if you wish to um, do the test with me but so fast and easy takes less than 12 minutes be yourself answer honestly even if you don't like the answer complete it all try not to leave any neutral So I hope none of the answers I've put uh, make me seem like a bad person, but I try and be completely honest when I do it. So there are seven dots to choose from for each answer, ranging from agree to disagree, and so I would say we'll call them strongly agree, agree, slightly agree, neutral, slightly disagree, disagree, and strongly disagree. So the first question is, do you enjoy vibrant social events with lots of people? Um, I think for this one I'm probably going to put agree because I do really love um, social events. However, I get a little bit of social anxiety beforehand, so I think that that would stop me from putting strongly agree. But I do really love socialising once I'm there, especially with lots of people. I love big crowds, really. Um, the next question is, I say question, it's more of a statement you know what I mean. Um, so it's, you often spend time exploring unrealistic yet intriguing ideas. And I would say I slightly agree, because um, unfortunately I'm more of a pessimist, um, so I don't always spend my time exploring intriguing ideas. a lot, so I think slightly agree would probably be the most um, 
suitable ones in there. The next statement is your travel plans are more likely to look like a rough list of ideas than a detailed itinerary. I'm not sure. Um, I would say personally, um, disagree to the middling point. Um, however, when I travel with family, um, most of my family likes to only have rough ideas, whereas I like to plan things out. Um, I think maybe slightly disagree because I don't um, go on holiday a lot without my family. So although I would like it to be more like a detailed itinerary, it's probably not really that most of the time. So the next statement is you often think about what you should have said in a conversation long after it has taken place. Unfortunately I think I'm going to have to put strongly agree because I am a bit of an overthinker and therefore I always think about the things that I could have said, um, whether it be in a normal conversation or an argument, I always feel like um, I could have said something different because also I don't always think that I'm the most articulate person um, and so things don't always roll off my tongue when I'm trying to speak. I'm sure if you've listened to my previous episodes, you know that because I don't do a whole lot of editing, um, you'll find a lot of places in my episodes where I trail off or correct myself because I, I don't find it that easy to um, articulate myself in the moment, but after a conversation has occurred, I definitely overthink about what I could have done differently, um, which is unfortunate, but it is what it is. Um, so the next statement is, if your friend is sad about something, your first instinct is to support them emotionally, not try to solve their problem. So I think I will agree because I definitely my, my priority is definitely my friend's happiness and I want to be there and support them um, but sometimes trying to help them solve their problems can obviously um, ease the sadness um, it very much depends on the situation if it's an easy fix or something that I personally can help with. Obviously that's much, much easier to deal with and um, it would be something that could help support them emotionally quickly. But if it's a more serious issue, obviously the most important thing would just to be there for them 
say oh the next statement is people 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 and really upsetting I would say slightly agree um unfortunately it's a thing I'm working on but I do allow myself to be upset by um by other people and what they say and what they do um but not as much as I used to be so that's definitely progress um which is why I'm putting slightly agree because I feel like it's much more than what it used to be um I can try and not focus on others' opinions of myself as much. Um, and I think I think this it's a definitely a difficult journey to not worry about what other people think of you, but it's a hundred percent something I I'm working on worked on and will continue to try and make better. Um, our next question is, you often rely on other people to be the ones to start a conversation and keep it going. I think I would put disagree because as long as um, I feel that the other person is interested in having a conversation, I will 100% um, be happy to start the conversation and to try and keep it going. And I think this is something that happens every single time I start a conversation with someone. I might become a little discouraged if it seems that perhaps I am putting in more effort than they are. But, um, on the whole, I try and start conversations. Uh, the next one is, if you have to temporarily put your plans on hold, you make sure it is your top priority to get back on track as soon as possible. See, for this, I would have to, um, it depends on the situation because if my plans were tedious um, they definitely wouldn't be my top priority I'm very good at procrastinating the things I don't want to do um, so I think I would put slightly disagree because if it is something that I want to do it's more likely that try and get back to it as soon as possible. Say, I have um, a relative calls me or I'm in the middle of doing something I love. Maybe just watching TV, maybe eating dinner. I will definitely want to get back to that as much as I love my um, therapist. So yeah, I'd say slightly disagree. Um, you rarely worry if you made 
good impression on someone you met. Um, so I think we've put slightly disagree with this one because obviously I still do worry quite a lot, um, but I am working on reducing that. Um, and I don't know that I necessarily make the best first impressions, um, but I know that I can solidly build friendships if people are, um, if people like me enough to meet me again or anything like that. Um, agree would be the right one for now. Next statement is, it would be a challenge for you to spend the whole weekend all by yourself without feeling bored. Disagree. A hundred percent strongly disagree. Um, I actually love alone time. Um, I love having my own time to just do what I want. And two days is I would say I could even do a whole week by myself without feeling bored. Two days is nothing. That's just a couple of box sets and uh, a nice book. Definitely could do two days. Next statement would be more of a detail oriented than a big picture person. I'd probably say agree to the middle. Um, because I do tend to focus on details rather than the big picture, um, but not to the point where it's like a serious issue, but I prefer to look at the smaller things first. Um, the next statement is you're very affectionate with people you care about, and I would strongly agree with that. I love to show affection, whether it's physical or otherwise, because some people aren't always comfortable with physical affection, but personally I love, I love hugs, I just love, um, just any type of affection I love to give to the people I care about, um, because I think it's a really great way of showing that them that you care about them. next statement is, you have a careful and methodical approach to life. I couldn't do that one without laughing. Um, I probably put disagree to the middle, because although my mind works in quite methodical ways, I don't think that the way I actually lead my life is careful and methodical at all. Um, because I procrastinate a lot. Um, put tasks off and um, prioritise wrong tasks and things. So I don't think I'm that logical with the way I lead my life. Um, you are still bothered by the mistakes you made a long time ago. Strongly agree. I, as I said, I tend to overthink. So I'd say that I probably strongly agree with that statement. Um, I think I still worry about things that I said when I was a small child that are embarrassing to me. Um, but again, that's another thing that you have to just try and 
as a cub because lots of people get embarrassed by things but usually usually the other people around you would never be able to remember those embarrassing facts about you and things like that so you've got to remember that it's really mostly just in your head that these things were super embarrassing but that being said I'm still very bothered by the mistakes I made a long time ago um, so the next one is at parties and similar events you can mostly be found farther away from the action I'd say slightly agree because although I love to socialise I, I wouldn't like to be in the main action because I like to talk to people I wouldn't like to just be right in the centre of things um, because I prefer to focus on a few people at a time and get to know them well you often find it difficult to relate to people who let their emotions guide them oh, disagree wholly strongly disagree because I I believe that my emotions probably guide me sometimes too much so other empaths and things like that I totally understand why emotions guide them when looking for a movie to watch you can spend ages browsing the catalogue not sure anyone calls it a catalogue anymore but um but I would say agree to a middle can stay calm under a lot of pressure. See, I'm going to say middle agree because um, if if it's a situation where the pressure is just on me and it's not affecting anyone else, I can I can't really stay that calm because I I worry a lot. But if there's other people depending on me or anything like that, I stay really calm and I feel like I'm I don't under pressure if there's other people counting on me. When in a group of people you do not know, you have no problem jumping right into their conversation. I'd say slightly agree because I wouldn't want to interrupt. Um, and the way that's phrased, it seems quite. seems a bit too eager, I would, I would probably uh, listen to them for a bit and add in things where I thought it was necessary rather than pushing myself into a conversation where I might not belong. When you sleep, your dreams tend to be bizarre and fantastical. Strongly agree. I won't go into it, but I have the weirdest dreams. Um, and a lot of the time I have out-of-body dreams as well where I see my- like as if I'm still asleep but my dreams are almost from the sky and I'm watching the action below and it can get really rather bizarre in your opinion it is sometimes okay to step on others to get ahead of them I would have to say agree to the middle possibly strongly disagree um, because I don't think it's um, to step on others just for your own gain but I suppose in certain situations um, if 
just a thing. Bad people taking something. There's a possibility that that's just wrong. So I'm gonna stay a little disagreeing. Um, but no one's really not going to step on others just to get something for yourself. You are dedicated and focused on your goals. You only rarely get a sidetrack. So that would be a slight disagreeing because although so I do get sidetracked, I really procrastinate. Um, but I do try and focus on my big goals and aims and things. So I'd say slight disagreement. If you made a mistake, you tend to start doubting yourself, your abilities or your knowledge. Strongly agree. I do not have much self-confidence, so if I make a mistake, I definitely start to doubt myself. When at a social event, you rarely try to introduce yourself to new people and mostly talk to the ones you already know. I would say slightly disagree because obviously I want to spend time with the people I love and the people that I'm friends with, um, but I also like to try and meet new people, definitely. You usually lose interest in a discussion when it gets philosophical. I would say disagree. Yeah, I don't lose interest at all. I think actually philosophical discussions are really interesting. But if you're with the wrong people, it can sometimes be a bit um, fractious. Actually, fractious. I can't remember if it's fractious or fractious. But um, I learned that argumentative is people have differing views. So sometimes it's easy to stay out of conversations like that if people are having opposite views because you wouldn't want to get into an argument about philosophical beliefs because I think everyone can have their own um, beliefs about things like that. Um, as long as you're not trying to change someone else's, I think you can believe whatever you like. You would never let yourself cry in front of others. Unfortunately, I have to put strongly disagree because I do cry in front of others quite a lot. Um, feeling more drawn to places with a bustling and busy atmosphere than to more quiet environments. I'd have to say middle disagree because um, I definitely like cities. But I love like mountain ranges and um, quiet beaches and things like that. So I'd say I definitely prefer more rural, quiet um, atmospheres. You are discussing different views and theories on what the world could look like in the future. I put slightly agree because I like to discuss and um, not argue but just talk about like the theories of what could happen but it also makes me slightly anxious so I wouldn't say that I really like doing that um, because I think it's a little bit anxiety inducing to look into the future too far um, especially if we're talking about what the world could look like because of um, there's the current pandemic, which is obviously reasonably scary, and then 
the bigger issue that's been going on for a long time is the um, issue of climate change and global warming, which threatens to hurt the planet. So it can be a little bit scary trying to think about the future of our world sometimes. When it comes to making life-changing choices, you mostly listen to your heart rather than your head. I would say slightly agree, because although I'm motivated more by my heart, I allow myself to think on things and contemplate and make sure that I employ logic as well as emotion. You cannot imagine yourself dedicating your life to the study of something you cannot see, touch or experience. I strongly agree. Um, because uh, I would say for now I'm not very religious at all um, I, I think I would really like to have faith but I find it really difficult to um, believe in something that I can't see, touch or experience so yeah you usually prefer to get your revenge forgive. I strongly disagree. Although I still hold grudges um, inside, I definitely, I wouldn't say that's the right word, because I always forgive people even if I'm not sure that they deserve to be forgiven because they've done really bad things. Um, but if they apologise, I forgive them. Um, I try to see things from their side. Um, so I'd never like to get revenge on people, because I think revenge is a nasty concept, because although it seems good, if you ever actually achieve revenge, it always, I think it feels bad in the end, because you know that you've done something wrong, unless we're talking about little things. Um, but yeah, I often put decisions on a whim say slightly disagree because I'm not a very whimsical or spontaneous person so I'd say probably slightly disagree. The time you spend by yourself often ends up being more interesting and satisfying than the time you spend with other people. Um, I would say I would say um time I spend by myself is, I think it's probably equally if not less satisfying because although I love time by myself, um, I still really enjoy spending time with other people. So I'd probably say slightly disagree. You often put special effort into interpreting a written need or a message on ceremony. I'd say slightly agree because not um, not often will I do that, but sometimes if I feel a connection to a song, I'll try and think about its deeper meaning. You always know exactly what you want. I disagree to an idea. Because sometimes I do, but sometimes I'm not quite sure. You rarely think back on the choices you've made and wonder what you could have done differently. a lot, as we've established, and I overthink. When in a public place, you usually stick to quieter and less crowded areas. I 
work at any given moment because I can stick to schedules if I really want to. My mood can change very quickly. I'd say most likely um, I'm a little bit of a changing moods kind of person but it's not for no reason usually but things can upset me quite quickly and therefore my mood could change. We often can contemplate the reasons for human existence for the meaning of life. Agreed, because I do think about that a lot but I try not to think about it all the time because obviously those are big scary questions um, and as someone of um, no faith they're a little bit scary as well. Um, yeah. We often talk about you know feelings and emotions. Strongly agree. I try not to annoy people but I always try and be open about how I feel and try and talk it out because that's so much better than bottling things up. We have got detailed education or career development plans stretching several years into the future. Um, I'm not entirely sure about my full career plans but I have some plans that are quite detailed so I'll say slightly agree. We rarely dwell on your regrets. Strongly disagree unfortunately. I overthink Spending time in a dynamic atmosphere with lots of people around quickly makes you feel drained and need of a getaway. I would say slightly disagree because I definitely can get drained socially, but I try not to too easily. You see yourself as more of a realist and a visionary. Strongly agree. I am not an optimist unfortunately, so I definitely see myself as a realist when I think about um, situations which can be a little bit sad sometimes, but um, it's the way my brain works. We find it easy to empathise with a person who has gone through something we never have. Strongly agree. I never try to say that I understand what someone's gone through if I never have, um, because obviously I could never truly understand their situation if I've never been in their shoes, but I strongly empathise with people no matter what they're going through. My personal work style is closer to spontaneous bursts of energy than to organised and consistent efforts. I would say probably slightly disagree because although I do procrastinate, um, I usually have organised efforts for your emotions control you more than you control them. Um, mid agree, I think. Unfortunately, I'm quite ruled by my emotions, but I try... I think actually I'm feeling a bit selfish here. Because I definitely let my logic take over if I get too emotional. After a long and exhausting week, a fun party is just what you need disagree to the middle because if it's been an exhausting week I honestly would just love to crawl into bed and go to sleep. If it's been like a sad week a fun party would be amazing but if it's been tiring 
I definitely don't want to go out and socialise, I just want to go to sleep and have over 10 hours of sleep because I do get um, tired quite easily. You frequently find yourself wondering how technological advancement could change everyday life. Well, I slightly agree, because I don't think about technology that much. You always consider how your actions might affect other people before doing something. I strongly agree, I always think about how I affect other people because other people are my priority because I would never want to hurt people um, unknowingly or even knowingly I mean not accidentally I don't know just I really wouldn't want to upset people you still honor the commitments you've made even if you have a change of heart I have the same little agree because I try never to change plans and if I don't feel like um, I want to go but on occasion I will um, drop out of plans if I really don't feel like going because sometimes it's what's better for my mental health. You rarely feel insecure. I strongly disagree. I'm insecure a lot, a lot, a lot of the time. So that was all the questions I think. So now we're going to see the results. Um, I've actually done this quiz before but I can't remember what um, what personality type I got but this time I got advocate INFJ dash T so I'll just read you some of the um, information that it's given so um, mind extroverted, 51% introverted. Which is quite a um, solid balance. I've got quite a mix of both. Um, energy, I'm 52% intuitive and 48% observant. Nature, I'm 6% thinking, 94% feeling. I'm not sure whether to be happy with that one or not, but oh well. Um, tactics. 53% judging, 47% prospecting. Identity. 28% assertive, 72% turbulent. I just need to enter my email so I can read a bit more of the um, information. So I'm just doing that now so that I can read a little bit more of my results for you. type is very rare, measuring up less than 1% of the population. Oh yeah, very, very rare. <laughs> but they nonetheless leave their mark on the world. Advocates have an inbuilt sense of idealism and morality, but what sets them apart is that they are not idle dreamers. 
These individuals are capable of taking concrete steps to realise their goals and make a lasting positive impact. People with this personality type tend to see helping others as their purpose in life. Advocates can often be found engaging in rescue efforts and doing charity work. However, their real passion is to get to the heart of the issue so that people need not be rescued at all. So people with the advocate um, personality type, which seems a little bit um, extreme compared to me, um, are Martin Luther King, Nelson Mandela, Mother Teresa, um, I'm sure you know all of those three, and there's Marie Kondo, the woman who helps others clean their houses. Um, she was famous for the, um, this sparks joy, this does not spark joy way of cleaning up your house and, um, making sure you don't hoard things. Lady Gaga, I imagine, um, because she has advocated for the queer community, Nicole Kidman, Morgan Freeman, Greta, John Snow from Game of Thrones, um, Aragorn from Lord of the Rings, and Galadriel, um, Rose from Titanic, Aramis from The Three Musketeers, Atticus Finch from To Kill a Mockingbird, and Matthew Murdoch from Daredevil. I think those are all um, really quite kind because I'm not sure I'm anywhere near those people. But um, it's it's so nice. And obviously, the um, personality quiz is not fully conclusive. And I think you can definitely personality can definitely change over time. Um, so apparently strengths are creativity, insightfulness, inspiring and convincing, decisiveness, which I would argue for myself because I'm not the most decisive, um, determined, passionate, and altruistic. Weaknesses include sensitivity, um, privacy, I, I would disagree with that. I trust people well and I like to talk about my problems without worrying too much because I think it's good to be open. Um, perfectionism, yes, I will I will admit that I am a bit of a perfectionist. Um, I can burn out easily. Um, I'm not sure about the last one, but it could very well be true. Um, I won't read the romantic relationships one because that seems a bit strange to me, but um, friendships, there's a running theme with advocates and that is a desire for all 
and distill in sincerity in their activities and their friendships. Are people with their advocate personality type unlikely to go for friendships of circumstance? That's true, I am. Um, I would prefer to make real friends rather than um, just be someone, be a friend to someone just out of convenience. Career paths. Advocates are likely to find that most corporate career paths are not designed for them, but for those focused on their status and material gain. However, people with this personality are able to find work that suits them in just about any field. In fact, advocates are likely to face the opposite problem. Many struggle to begin a career early on because they see ten wildly different paths forward, each with its separate and fitted rewards. I laughed because does sound quite a lot like me. I have a lot of um, different ideas of what I could be. So yeah, that's definitely something that I can relate to. Um, they, their desire to help and connect makes careers in healthcare, especially holistic priorities, very rewarding for advocates. Roles use counsellors, psychologists, doctors, life coaches and spiritual guides are all attractive options. Being a counsellor before, but I don't think it's a path that I'll go down immediately. Um, advocates often pursue expressive careers such as writing, um, and author many popular blogs, stories, and screenplays. Music, photography, design, and art are viable options too we all can focus on deeper themes of personal growth, morality and spirituality. So yeah, I do like writing, but I don't think I'll do it as a career, um, because I don't quite think my poetry or my stories are good enough for that. Um, but if there's something else, I'll be what I do. Conclusion Few personality types are as passionate and mysterious as advocates. As someone with this personality type, their imagination and feelings are someone who cherishes their integrity and deeply held principles. Unlike many other idealistic types, however, you are also capable of turning those ideas into plans and executing them. Yet advocates can be easily tripped up in areas where their idealism and determination are more of a liability than an asset. In many areas in life, they may face challenges that at times can even make you question who you really are. Anything from navigating interpersonal conflicts, confronting unpleasant facts, pursuing self-realisation, or finding a career path that aligns well with your inner core can cause internal frustration. Um, I think the rest of it is just me to buy the premium program um, and I don't think I'm going to do that today because I'm not sure how much I believe that 
this is my exact personality type anyway um, because I don't think I'm really that good of a person um, so um, I think that will be the end of this episode for today but thank you all for listening very much um, as I said I am very happy to um, receive any feedback you can always email me at asmrsparkle100 at gmail.com you can email me requests of episodes you may like or you can give me feedback on some episodes for example if you prefer soft spoken or whispering I can be sure to incorporate um, one or the other of those um, and feel free to share your personality type if you did the quiz. Um, the link will be in the description if you've not already taken it. Um, but yes, I'm always happy to hear from any of you. Um, I think I will try and do two more episodes the following week. Um, maybe another guided meditation because I think uh, people enjoyed that one and um, I'll just do another episode continuing the Weaving of the Poetry Anthology um, because I know that's not it's not, I don't think it's um, everyone's thing but I really enjoy doing that one because I love the poetry so yes um, I hope you all enjoyed and found this relaxing to listen to um, so, and as my sparkle, 